1: but bodies of all sizes, ages, races, abilities, genders, sexualities, and beyond.
0: Come along for the ride.
1: Oh, well, hi, ladies and gentlemen, and anybody else that might be listening, dogs, cats, I don't know, whoever's tuned in. Uh, Non-binary folks. Yes, yes. Other humans. All the humans out there. All the humans, under the sound of my voice, welcome to the All Bodies, All Bikes podcast. Um, I'm Maggie. This is Marley. Yes. Yep. And uh we are just a couple of folks that think that all bodies are good bodies, all bikes are good bikes, and all rides should be celebrated. And we're hanging out chatting here today and we're just going to kind of recap summer because summer was a lot and it was a lot of fun. But it was also just a lot at times, so we're just going to kind of chat about bikes and summer and life and stuff.
0: Yeah, and all the things that we've been up to because it, yeah, it has been a very full summer. It has been lots of exciting all bodies on bikes things to update you all about. Yeah, yeah. Also, Maggie, we haven't hosted a podcast together in probably two months. It's been a hot minute.
1: <laughs> How you doing? Hey. I-
0: I you know I'm good. Um we we did for all the listeners out there, we kind of had and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but meh, we had kind of a come to Jesus conversation just now um to figure figure our stuff out because we know the podcast is better when we're both on here. Um yeah. and so hopefully going forward we got our recording times figured out. We got some workflow things figured out and so hopefully we'll get a more consistent um product coming at you. Yeah.
1: That's what we're aiming for.
0: That is what we're aiming for. This may be the Um, only
1: area of my life where I'm consistent (laughs) coming up. So that's
0: exciting. I like to call myself chaotically consistent. Okay. Um, We're like, there's things that I get done because I put systems in place, um, like paying my bills and um, things like that. But I'm also just a big old chaos ball and I kind of leaning into it.
1: Well, I my epiphany on my ride home from work today was people always say consistency is key. Think about how easy it is to lose keys. <laughs> <laughs> like we're always losing our keys like consistency should be your favorite pair of shoes or something because you're all what you always know where they are. No, I also lose shoes. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Yeah. I well, have see, started. So I've recently, not recently, probably within the last three years, realized I have pretty severe untreated ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like I went down the Twitter and the TikTok rabbit hole. And of there course. are a lot of systems that you can put in place to like manage your ADHD without medication. And I learned that like if you if I put my keys in the exact same place every time, mm-hmm. they're always there. And it's so brandy. I'd say like 75% of the time I do it. And when I don't, they are lost. And I'm yep. like tearing my house upside down. Yep. Um, I just need to implement those same systems for other things in my life. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's October. Um, I'm in Bentonville. You it are is. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Just outside. Yeah. Just just real close by. OK. Um, and it still feels like summer here. Um, we're having we're fluctuating back and forth.
1: Okay. We're we're in what I lovingly call Sumter, no Sumtum, <laughs> where it's like summer midday, but then in the evenings and in the mornings it's autumn for sure.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess I'd, I'd say that. Yeah, for Bentonville as well, and it's kind of the most perfect time of the year. Like seventies during the day, sixties at night.
1: Yeah, see, I'm
0: I'm souther
1: enough that we're still getting like eighties. Okay, in the day, nice, which I don't like so much. I'm a cold weather girl. Mm. So.
0: You know, I, I was just in Seattle. That was kind of my end of summer trip was to go back to Seattle. Right. And when I was there, it was almost as if like a switch had been turned Um, and it was cold. Um, oh, yeah. Like 60s during the day. Well, I guess it's not actually cold, but 60s during the day and like 40s at night. And it was yep. dark and rainy. And I was really afraid. So for folks who don't know, I lived in Seattle prior to living in Arkansas for almost 20 years. And I had this really big fear that I was going to get to Seattle and be like, oh, my God, I made the biggest mistake of my life by moving away. A, I did not feel that way. And B, I immediately almost felt depressed when I couldn't see the sun. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is a real thing. So, yeah. um Well, let's talk bikes. Um. Let's do. What would you get oh, up about your summer? summer. Oh, oh, you want me to go first? Rock, paper, scissors.
1: Um, you said a little before me. I'll go.
0: Okay. Yeah, you go I first. think I
1: have a little less to talk about. <laughs> At least where bikes are concerned, my summer was a little preoccupied because I started a new job and moved. Okay. Um. So, uh,
0: do you want to tell us about your bit. new job?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm still doing coffee, um, but I'm working. It's it's better hours. I have nights and weekends. Who knew that was a thing? I thought they'd done away with weekends. Um, but they're apparently they're still out there. So. But it's kind of like an enclosed cafe. It's within a corporate building. So I see the same folks every day. Okay. get to pick on them and they get to make fun of me for random things. And we have a really good time together. And uh, I now, I I can bike six miles to work. It takes like 30 to 40 minutes depending on how I'm feeling. And you got a new bike, right? I did get a new bike. Do you uh, want to tell I, us about that bike? I would love to tell you about Sigrid. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if anyone else is as obsessed with naming inanimate objects as I am. Um, but I like I had picked this bike's name out before I got it. Ooh, okay. Um I could just kind of put out into the universe that I'd always wanted an e-bike. Uh, and the just the coolest set of circumstances lined up to make the most beautiful story to have me end up acquiring an e-bike for like less than half the price of this particular bike. That is awesome. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Um, how so, did you?
0: How did you choose the bike that you're on? Can you tell us like the brand? Tell us about yeah. it. So, um, I got an Aventon
1: Adventure, and I it was kind of again. I just kind of put out the universe. I was like, hey, if anybody like has access and wants to help my dreams come true, hit me up. Um, and somebody reached out, and they were like, I like could probably help you out a little bit. Um and kind of pointed me towards towards this brand. And I was like, listen, if we're gonna if we're gonna work together, <laughs> we're gonna work together. I'm just gonna roll with it. Um so yeah. They they helped me get my hands on one and were very generous personally and had some other people help me and it just ended up all lining up together beautifully. That's incredible. So and it's 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 a unit uh this bike weighs 75 pounds okay um she's a sturdy girl she's a sturdy girl that's why she's named Sigrid. i was just kind of like having this moment of triumph for i don't remember something had just happened and then on top of it i was about to get this bike and for some reason the way my brain works i was on vikings and so i googled norwegian girl names And Sigrid pops up, and Sigrid is Norwegian for Victorious Horsewoman. I mean... that was like,
0: perfect. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. Yeah, so that's
1: Sigrid. I get to, Sigrid and I go to work together, and it's perfect because the greenway I ride, like, runs by the highway that I drive to get to work. So I'm just, like, zooming at 20 miles an hour past the cars that are backed up, waiting to get off of the exit.
0: Such a good feeling.
1: It's fantastic.
0: Have you been regularly commuting on your bike? Like, has this become part of your routine?
1: Yes, very much so. Um, That's so I've awesome. I've been doing my fundraiser this past month, September.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to cover that, too.
1: Yeah. So many things. Summer was crazy. Um, but I did end up, I went from riding at least twice a week, I'd say, to legitimately riding every day. At least 12 miles. And so I worked up some spectacular saddle sores mm. uh, that kept me off the bike for about 10 days. Yikes. So I have, we're now like alternating every other day I ride That's, Sigrid to work.
0: Seems like a good choice. Yeah. We're going to yeah. build
1: up some some stamina, I guess. Got a new saddle, so...
0: Can I do a shameless plug for the, 100%. my favorite chamois cream please, for saddle sore prevention? Um, so obviously it doesn't work for everybody. Um, but I use twisted spoke. Um, they yes. have a CBD infused chamois cream. Um, and right now actually they've got a specific one. Um, that's like a co-brand with all bodies on bikes Heck and yeah. all bodies on bikes is getting 25% of the proceeds. Um, so I, I mean, I like it even when they're not giving us money, right. uh, but it's even better when they are exactly Um, it's just like i don't know like chamois creams all have different consistencies and benefits and purposes and this one is like probably one of the thicker ones that i've used um and it almost it kind of smells like baby powder but it's not overpowering okay um and it's like ph neutral um so regardless of what genitalia you're working with it works with you um and supposedly i don't know if this is true or not But the CBD has some antifungal properties, which seems helpful. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm really sorry you had to deal with saddle sores, though.
1: Yeah. Because that's a good time.
0: It's no fun at all. No, no, No. it was really horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have. I was going to ask you a question. And I'm like, no, that's not really an appropriate podcast question. Uh, <laughs> so we're just going to leave that one for later. Hey, you know, yep, make a note. We'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do you get up to? Um, we got to see each other in person. Um, we did. We released a podcast episode of Folks Listen to It from yep. Steamboat Gravel.
1: Yes, we did. With Anika Wade. That was yeah. a great time.
0: Such a good steamboat time. and I actually...
1: Go ahead. It's just always a beautiful place to be.
0: Yeah. And you really you came out. So you were on our Steamboat gravel 2022 team and yes. you came out this year in kind of a support role um doing a lot of media if y'all yep. listen to the steamboat gravel recap which you should um maggie spent a lot of time doing interviews and a lot of time putting all those together so thank you well yeah
1: and yeah. also i feel like this is a great place to say a, a sincere thank you also to lydia i think yes. name's russell i can't think right now but lydia knows who she is uh but she does our editing For this podcast. And she she puts up with our
0: chaos. That.
1: (laughs) Bless her. (laughs) Uh, Notice I did not say bless her heart. As we all know, as a Southern insult, I said, bless her, which is just a blessing. Yeah. And I need to, I want to point that out.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a really important distinction. Um, but yep. yeah, seriously, we work with an amazing team at Feisty Media. Um, they put out a bunch of different podcasts. They have like a Girls Gone Gravel. They have a triathlon. They have a menopause podcast, um, hit yes. play, not pause, which, um, this is funny but so i'm 37 almost 38 i have not entered perimenopause yet which i've learned about recently um but a large part of my demographic has um so i get served a lot of menopause content um and i'm just here to say the hit play not pause podcast has some amazing amazing content um we'll put a link to that in our show notes as well yes yeah uh, anything else happened during your know, summer that you want to you want to talk about mm,
1: trying to think when was that that was that was does june
0: count as summer i mean i was going to go back to I may mean, for june? my recap okay so <laughs> yeah i
1: because because when we were kind of talking what we were going to talk about like special rides that stand out um i legitimately can't remember when we did this trip but on the first episode of this podcast I casually mentioned that my mom and I were going to vacation and look at ugly baby birds. Yes, and we did. We made that trip sometime over the summer. It was June or July. I can't remember which. Um, but while we were on that trip, I took my gravel bike, whose name is Gigi, <laughs> and did part of the Ohio and Erie Canal towpath. Okay, which I thought was this really nice gravel path that ran from the south end of Cuyahoga National Park to the north end of the park. Turns out it actually runs from like one end of Ohio to the other and in all is like 370 miles almost. Holy cow. (laughs) So, but that's like one of my highlight rides of the summer, I would say. Um, How were the ugly baby birds? The ugly baby birds were amazing. They were like awkward teenagers by the time we got there. So if you think the ugly baby birds were specifically great blue herons, and they have this, like, really nice, like, flat but long kind of feathers right on top of their heads when they're full-grown. Yeah. Teenage great blue herons basically have a mohawk oh. of just, like, dark blue feathers on top of their head. And they look like they've just been in a horrible rainstorm. Uh, so it was it was entertaining. <laughs>
0: for sure, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I. Speaking of mohawks, um, this is totally off topic. I, I remember it. being a kid and going to the mall. I must have been in like first or second grade. And this was early 90s. Um, there was like a group of teenagers who all hung out at the mall because that's what you used to do. And one girl had a bright purple mohawk. And I remember telling my mom, I really want a purple mohawk. And she said, Sure. When you get older, you can do whatever you want to with your hair. And I was looking through old photos and I, within the last year, had kind of a purple faux hawk. Yeah. And it was just very full circle validation of I made it happen. Yep. And yeah, I was just really proud of that.
1: <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> all your dreams can come true.
0: Even that's your purple mohawk dreams.
1: That's what you're learning today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, my summer, I was gonna start with a May update. Okay. And, all the way back to May. Um, and really like cut me off if I'm talking too much. Um, so I mean it started on like the best high note ever, we had all of the chapter leaders here in Bentonville. Um yes. which feels like forever ago now. Seven years ago, yes. Seven years ago. Turns out it was only in May, uh I guess it was technically April, uh late April, but it was summertime weather. Um we officially became a nonprofit, and Woo-hoo! then we've really been like off to the races since then. Um, you know, right after that I went to Well, I guess this summer has been an interesting, a really fun mix of mountain biking, gravel. And road biking. Um, So I went to a couple different mountain bike festivals. um, Kicked off with Rome. um, Which is a mountain bike party basically for women and gender expansive folks. Um, Got to go to the one in Tennessee, which was super, super fun. Um, I was supposed to go to... There's one in Squamish, British Columbia that I was supposed to go to. And ended up not being able to... That was kind of a theme this summer. I had to bail on like three events. Um... Which I don't feel good doing, um, but I really overextended myself in my planning and realized I can't travel as much as I had planned, yeah. um, mainly because of finances. Um, you know, I make some money from my sponsorships, um, but not that much. And so um, going straight from one festival to another um, to Canada just wasn't feasible for me. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, May I had my birthday. I turned thirty-seven. I love Ooh. birthdays. I don't remember <laughs> what I did on my birthday, but I remember I had one. Uh- <laughs> okay, yep, yes. Um, and then it was Unbound. Um, so this is my third year doing Unbound. Um, my first first year, I did the fifty and then the last two years I did the 100 and kind of really fun this year um my film journey to unbound that we made with pearl azumi it premiered um i guess it didn't premiere but we had a showing at the granada yes. theater in um in emporia so like my name was in lights and got to do all that so that was really Fancy. fun <laughs> um yeah i i was looking at the unbound results and i managed to get dfl for unbound as well nice which if you're not familiar with dfl it's a cheeky little name for last place um you can imagine dead effing last (laughs) um unbound doesn't celebrate it the way that some other races do um but that's only because you know there's folks that are doing the 200 mile and the 350 mile all finishing so yeah um but if you look at the results i squarely got last place congratulations that unbound was wild because like almost nine hundred people dropped out oh geez. yeah, that's um, a lot of people a lot of people dropped out Dang. um and it's it's because of that mud section um, yeah. if you remember the video I've got the reel on my Instagram on the highlights I have it like pinned on my profile but the that that mud kind of ate people's bikes and ate their souls and <laughs> a lot yes. of folks dropped out so yeah um, yeah, June was, oh gosh, I'm just trying to even look at my calendar, right. um, grounded Nebraska, um, who we're going to have on the, by the time this comes out, we will have already had the conversation with grounded. Yes. Um, so that was a highlight of my summer. Um, I, <laughs> sometimes I have to pinch myself. Cause like even just one of these events would be so many people's like highlight of their entire year and right. literally like, this is my life. So I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go to queer summer camp. But oh yeah, Rome was also queer summer camp, and Gritfest was queer summer camp on bikes. Like, I've kind of magically built my life to be queer summer camp on bikes, uh, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Um, first of many trips out to Durango. Um, got to ride bikes out there. Um, ooh, ooh, one of the highlights of my summer. I'm not going to go through every trip because that would just be ridiculous. Um, was Adventure for All. Have we talked about this at all? we had them on the podcast correct i think so. oh yeah we had jason yeah. josh yeah yes
1: we had jason josh on the podcast and then i kept up with some of the posts that you did but we haven't talked about it so tell me about yeah. it yeah
0: so um in mid july um adventure for all went on a national tour um where basically they went to i think four or five different cities and hosted week long kind of intensive learn to ride camps um they for young adults, um, with special needs. So folks who have down syndrome or autism or other developmental, uh, challenges. And so I got to help out as a volunteer. Um, I was only there for a couple of days cause I had to go to a different event. Um, but it was so, so, so cool. Um, just the passion that these athletes brought, um, uh, you know, learning from step one of how to balance on a bicycle, how to pedal. Um, and a lot of these folks have like different musculature, um because of what's going on with them yeah. um and so it was just a really i don't know um kind of affirming week that bikes can be for everybody you know sometimes people need additional support or additional training um but one of my favorite things is has been watching those athletes that we worked with um continue to ride bikes so yeah. there's a group here in Bentonville called pedal it forward that gets folks bikes um no questions asked whoever needs it they work to get them a bicycle and mm. so i've seen a couple posts of you know the athletes that we were working with from adventure for all they now have their own bicycle um and it's just like it gives me goosebumps to talk about because like that's really what we mean by all bodies are good bodies all bikes are good bikes and all rides should be celebrated um you know even if it is just 50 feet of like the first time you ride by yourself so that was a huge highlight um Another big highlight, and this was like literally in the same week, was RAGBRAI. Um, yes. So the Register's Annual Great Bicycle Ride Across Iowa. Um, it's a week long. I don't even know. I think it was 500 miles. I only did the first four days. I went out there with Shimano. Um, we did some fun activations. Uh, we led a group ride at RAGBRAI, um, nice. which is wild. Ragbri is like I don't even know how many thousands of people were there. Um, I think estimates were like 30,000 to like 80,000 on Jeez. different days. I've yeah. literally never seen that many people on bicycles. And it was people of eight, all ages, all sizes, all genders, all types of bikes. It was really, really, really cool. Um, by the end, I was ready to go home because um, sure. it was kind of like a a rolling circus um, or like a state fair that just goes from town to town. And by the end of the week, I just wanted vegetables. There's a lot of fried food, (laughs) a lot of beer, um, but it was also just beautiful bike riding. Um, Have you ever been to Iowa? I have not. I don't think. I hadn't either until this summer. It is beautiful. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I, I guess wrongly assumed that Iowa was really flat. It is not. Um, Okay. I would
1: have assumed that.
0: Yeah. So they, they actually have these jerseys that say flat, like a waffle. And so if you think about like, oh, you know, okay. kind of the ridges, like the up and the down. And yeah. so you're never climbing more than 100 feet, but it's just it's kind of relentless over and over again. OK, um, but absolutely stunning. I will totally go back again because um, it was just super, super cool. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, August was a huge month. Um, I was on the road almost the entire time. So I got home from Ragbrai had like three days at home. And then I loaded up my car and drove out West. Um, started out in whitefish, Montana. I guess not started. I started in Arkansas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I drove to Des Moines to see a boy. Um, so I went back to Iowa, which was I a little bit book. out of the way. Yeah. Just caveat. <laughs> you know, he'll hear this. He'll know who I'm talking about. That was a, <laughs> a fun weekend. Uh, <laughs> and then I drove to Montana. Um, but Amazing. It, it was cool. Um, I got to um while I was going out there, I was in Sturgis while the huge motorcycle rally was happening. Oh yeah, sure. Um, and it turns out motorcycle people are actually very similar to bicycle people. That makes sense. Um, to me. Yeah, and like obviously it's a little bit different cultures, but I was at a campground and I had two bikes on the back of my, my car and just started chatting with some folks and um they do this every year. They come, they camp out, they go on rides with their friends. They, you know, they create a community basically, which I think is just what we're all looking for. Yeah. Um, they just choose motorcycles as their tool to create that community. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I went to Montana for the last best ride, which is in whitefish. Um, and I did actually, this was really cool because my mom got to come out and join. Oh, fun. Um, she lives in Spokane, which is like a five hour drive. And she had never kind of seen me at work before. Right. Um, she doesn't really understand what I do, which is fine. Um, I don't really understand what I do, <laughs> but she got a chance to go to, um, the expo and they had a women's brunch and just kind of get a better idea of how I spend my time and yeah. why the work that we're doing is so impactful. Um, but that was kind of a bummer because I did the shakeout ride, or I led a shakeout ride for them. Um, absolutely beautiful, and my favorite places to ride. But then my lungs started acting up. Um, mm. There were a couple bad wildfires happening, and uh, yeah. I ended up just like I don't want to say overdoing it, but my lungs were so unhappy that I ended up not doing the actual gravel race, mm. which was yeah. a bummer. Um, you know, I hung out, took photos at the end, was there to say hi and congratulate friends, but. That was um, kind of the second event of the summer that I bailed on, um, which was a bummer. Um, I had also planned after that trip to do a bikepacking trip in that same area. I had a route that I absolutely love, and it was just too smoky. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm pretty good at making lemonade out of lemons, and I ended up just going on a road trip. Um, So I had like a week and a half before I had to be in Steamboat for Steamboat Gravel, And I explored Idaho and Wyoming and parts of Montana. And I got some really good rides in. So it ended up being a really, really good time and kind of a reset for me mentally. Um, So then we did Steamboat Gravel, um, another huge success. Um, Applications for next year are going to be available on October 15th. Um, So if you are interested so in steamboat gravel, you should apply. Um, we're really looking for newbies, um, to yeah. gravel, um, yeah. folks that are newer to cycling in general. Um, cause it can be intimidating to sign up for your first event or race. And we want to help foster that community. So, um, we'll put a link to those applications as well. We've got a whole frequently asked questions and is the program for me and all that, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I got to go to Minnesota. I say that with a question mark because okay. I don't actually know. <laughs> um, one of one of All Bodies on Bikes partners is New Belgium. And okay. they um, brought a bunch of us out, uh, a few of us out, um, who are women kind of in the bicycle leadership space um, for a weekend-long summit to work on personal development and growth and do some mountain biking. So Heck we got yeah. to ride bikes in Cuyuna. Um, okay yeah if you've ever been there it's incredible um so it's an old mining town and they've kind of filled in all these mining pits but there's all these beautiful trails around there um which again had no idea but if you're looking for a place to go ride bikes um look at the Kayuna region i think it's called brainerd maybe we'll put a link to it but really cool biking up there it actually yeah. reminded me a little bentonville okay um of just like these small towns whose entire economy was built around um, biking. And I believe they do a lot of fat biking up there as well, because it gets ah, cold okay. and snowy. Yep. Um, yeah. So then after that, I was again, one more event that I had to cancel on um, was supposed to go up to um, Idaho for Rebecca's private Idaho. Yeah. And by that point I had already been on the road for a month. I Lacey was getting sicker. Um, and I just needed to be home. Um, was my brain was not there. Um, so uh, huge apologies to Rebecca and her team at Rebecca's private Idaho. Um, but I learned a lot about myself and my own limits. Um, so yeah, that brings us to September. Um, I I had one more, I had two more mountain bike weekends, um, which was super, super cool. Um, although I think it's interesting. The only mountain bike events I've done have been like winter winder women and or like gender expansive I've never right. been to like a men. I don't, I don't know if co-ed's the right word but like, like an all-inclusive yeah um and I'm kind of okay with that um but um went to the That's Women of serious. Oz Sunset Summit here in Bentonville um had an epic crash uh oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay sure
0: yes which thankfully I'm okay um but that video has like Almost 4 million views on Instagram now. Um, Y'all
1: should be ashamed of yourselves. That's mean.
0: Go watch something else. I mean, I put it up for a reason because it (laughs) was legitimately funny, especially if you have the sound on. Um, But I'm not going to lie. Like, there's been a lot of trolls um, coming out of the woodwork on that video. And it just they tell you not to read the comments. And I read every single comment. I don't know. It's just, I think words of affirmation are my love language. Yeah. Um. But it it hurts when people are really mean, and I I don't know what to do about it. Besides, yeah. just tell myself that they don't matter. It's okay. But yeah, but also that crash really rattled my confidence. Um. Okay. In terms of yeah. cycling, um, mountain biking specifically. Um, last weekend I was at um, grit fest. And I took a drops clinic and ended up like breaking down and crying in the middle of it because I was just like, I don't trust myself to do this. I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. And you know, the coach was awesome, but I don't know how, how do you get back from losing confidence in your ability to ride a bike? Mm, (laughs) Any advice?
1: Not particularly, (laughs) uh, yeah, I know. I'm super helpful today. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know, cause I I actually I think my second ride on Sigrid, uh, turns out those those signs that they put on greenways that the wooden boardwalks might be slippery when they're wet. Mm. Turns out those are really true. Oh no. Uh, and I'd done really good at slowing down until the last boardwalk, and I was probably going 15 miles an hour, and oh, I like felt my back wheel just let go of the ground Uh, and I went down landed hard on my right elbow and we slid for probably just me still basically on the bike we just slid for like four solid feet
0: I bet it looked really cool though
1: I bet it did (laughs) Uh, and then I just kind of like there was a lady coming towards me and I just kind of like popped my head over the bike and I was like I'm just gonna sit down right here if that's all right with you She was like, I was going to tell you, you should slow down on those, but we didn't make it. I was like, well, thanks for thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I hate it when you crash or, you know, do something dumb on your bike and there's somebody right there. Like it's embarrassing. Um, Yeah. Right after my crash, there was like 400 people around and I just felt so vulnerable and I was embarrassed and I mean... I didn't do anything wrong. Well, I did everything wrong to actually make the jump. But like there were tons of people who crashed. But I I don't know. I guess I just feel like there's like this spotlight or I felt like there was a spotlight on me and I was really embarrassed. Yeah. Um, And so then when I crashed, even more so and tears were flowing and I couldn't articulate why I was embarrassed and I didn't. Everybody was like, are you okay?" And I just want to be like, don't talk to me. Like, I just want to (laughs) be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: So um, I will say I think that one thing is paying attention, not in the moment, necessarily trying to make it a teaching moment for yourself, because I think in the moment you just need to be like, this hurts. I feel dumb. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like with my specific situation, the thing I realized. I am the bike is not small. I am not small. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful nobody else was near me. Because if I'd even bumped anybody, I would have really hurt them. Mm, and so yeah. as much as I hated wrecking in front of that lady, what I realized the next day was if I'd been any closer to her, I could have broken something. Gotcha. So now I know when it's damp outside, we go very slow on the boardwalks, mainly because I don't want to hurt a random pedestrian.
0: Yeah. Seriously. That's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. But
1: like thinking about the situation or whatever went wrong and just kind of giving yourself some space to to even if all you learn from it is you really don't like wrecking in front of other people (laughs) but like
0: you know yeah I mean no for real like I so mountain biking is fairly new to me um I did it a couple times in Seattle but you had to drive like 45 minutes and that's just not the way I love to ride bikes so since moving to Bentonville um spent a lot more time on the mountain bike and I think I've just kind of realized I like having both wheels on the ground. Um, yep. I don't have this need to get air or to do big drops. No. Nope. Um, I like the flowy cross-country trails. And I think that's okay. Absolutely. So I think that was my big learning. Um, And I already, I knew that. But I think, you know, going off that jump solidified it. Like, mm, I don't really need to do that at right. all. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of my summer. Um, uh, one final thing that happened was REI brought all of their nonprofit partners together and all their partners. And so I got to go back to Seattle, which we kind of started this conversation with. Yeah. Um, but some really exciting things I think are going to be happening with our partnership with REI. Um, we're going to do opt outside again with our chapters. Um, Maggie, I don't know. You, you might be leading a ride in in Charlotte. Quite for this. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but look for more info on that soon. Um, and yeah, I think the the other big thing that happened is we kind of got some ducks in a row on the all bodies on bike side. Yeah. Um, so we like have a fully functioning board now. Um, our amazing. chapters are doing amazing. We have merchandise that you can buy. Woo! Um, people have been asking for this for a very long time. And so we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but if you go to allbodiesonbikes.com, we've got shirts, we've got onesies, we've got kid shirts. Um, so basically from baby size up to 5XL, um, which is honestly yeah. what had been the delay in us getting it out there. Because we wanted to be sure that whatever we put out is truly size inclusive. Yeah. Um, so check that out. All the proceeds go to All Bodies on Bikes, which is now a nonprofit. Um, we also have... Uh, Some co-branded rain gear
1: Yeah we do Do you want to talk about that I would love to Because I'm obsessed with this company Uh, We met them We met Shelby Who is part of a company called Cleverhood When we were in D.C. this year And basically just every step of the way Since we've met Shelby Shelby's been like What do you need How can I be there What are we doing Let's go do stuff um, <laughs> And so they make these really fantastic um, Like ponchos yeah. For you to wear when you're riding. They've got these little like loops on the inside. So your thumb can hook in it. So it's it covers you. It covers the bike. And I'm a big raincoat person. I hate umbrellas. Mm, and from the first time somebody showed me this. I was like this is genius. I really like like the way they thought through. How it's going to fit on a bike. Versus how it's just going to fit when you're walking down the street. Um. So yeah. We've got some fantastic Cleverhood cycling ponchos now that say all bodies on bikes on them yeah Um, and they come in really fantastic colors also they've started doing a like a reflective print on their stuff so um all the cars when they're driving like crazy people in the rain can see you light up like a christmas tree which is what we like we like for them to have to see us
0: Yes. And they've got kid sizes. Um, They have some more traditional like anorak style raincoats, but they also have what Maggie's talking about with like the rain cape or the poncho. Um, And those are really generously sized. Um, So, you know, if you're curvy or bigger or maybe you're pregnant or whatever body shape you got, maybe you use a wheelchair. um, It will work for you. Um, so we'll put a link in the show notes, but cleverhood.com and then it's under the collections and all bodies on bikes. We get 20% of those proceeds, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're super, super grateful to partners like cleverhood, twisted spoke CBD, um, for letting us profit share a little bit. Um, so if there's any other brands out there who want to come on board, we would love to chat about it. Um, you know, one of the challenges with running a nonprofit is fulfillment of goods, um, so the nice thing about this is I'm not mailing things out to people. Um yeah, what else? Um, what yeah, what else do we have going on? What else? Oh, we're looking for sponsors for the podcast. Oh, yeah, we uh, are. So you'll, I don't know if it'll be on this episode or not, but Cleverhood has just come on as a sponsor of the podcast, which is super fun. Um, so if you run a brand or um, something and you love us, we would love to advertise for you.
1: We love you too. So let's get together.
0: Yeah. Um, shoot us an email, um, marley at Um and we'll go from there, yeah. but- yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Little different format for us. Um, we are also going to be putting out a survey soon to the audience. Um, so look for that because we want to know what you want to hear, any guests you want us to to talk to. Um, why do you listen to us? All that jazz. Um, so look for that info soon. Um, but yeah, this has been really fun just to kind of catch up and talk all things summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess in wrapping up, Maggie, is there anything you're looking forward to? For this fall, I'm thinking,
1: what am I now? Because see, the new problem is, what are we doing this fall? Right. Um, my all my fun trips happen with my mom. Um, my mom. That's and I so go the, cute. By the way, it, it's fun. Yeah, uh, but we go to the beach every November, and there's a multitude of reasons. One of the reasons is out here on the North Carolina coast, they do a kite festival. Ooh. So it's just like massive kites all day. And I think last year was the first time they actually do night kites. So it's giant kites that are lit up in various ways. That's incredible. Fantastic. Um, but I, I think while I, I'm down there on my vacation, I'm going to try to squeeze in like a 75 mile ride. <laughs> nice. Um, specifically on this one road that I've always wanted to bike on just because it's pretty to drive on. It's got to be even prettier on a bike. Um but, yeah, I think that's that's the big thing I've got planned for fall. That sounds awesome. More time outside is my main goal for fall. Yeah.
0: I think Let's... it's easier when it's not 100 yeah. degrees and mm-hmm. 100% humidity. So, beep, 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 beep. yeah. Um, For me... Are you slowing down at all? No. <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: Okay, I appreciate your Although, honesty.
0: Thankfully, um, Bentonville, I guess, similar to North Carolina, fall is really kind of the hub of all the events. Yeah. Um, and so thankfully, in October, there's like five events, but they are all happening in
1: Bentonville nice. or very okay. close.
0: Sure. Um, so I have a good friend coming to town. Um, from Seattle. Um, I actually Wonderful. stayed with him in Seattle, and then he'll be staying here, and we're gonna go mountain biking and show him the town, and I'm gonna Love try him. and convince him to move here. Um, oh. Forward. Oh, we have a biking for big people class coming up. Oh, yeah, um, we do. Yeah. So October 11th um, at 7 p.m. Central. Um, If you can't make that, we can send you the recording. Um, But we're going to cover all things biking for big people, like how to get started, how to buy a bike, comfort, clothing, community, all the questions that folks always have. Um, yep. Because, I mean, yes, all bodies can ride a bicycle, but it is harder when you are in a big bicycle. Uh, in a big body um so we're gonna talk about yeah. all that so link to that in the show notes but i'm really excited for that that's one of my favorite classes to teach um because it's like all the questions i get on instagram condensed into like an hour and a half um yep. and I, I think the folks that take it really appreciate it um a couple other things i'm excited about there's an adaptive sports uh week happening here oh, in fun. bentonville um, yeah. And I have volunteered as a support rider. Um, nice. So I'll be helping out with folks who ride adaptive bikes. Um, and then the Truffle Shuffle. Um, oh, yes. One of my like favorite irreverent bike events um, will be happening. And we'll be leading an All Bodies on Bikes ride as part of that. Heck yeah. Yeah. So um, and then, well, I'll say November slows down, but it doesn't. Uh, but November is like a fun month for me. Um, okay. I'm going nice. to J- Jamaica.
1: Oh um, sure, just
0: casually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you doing in November?
0: Oh, I'm just going to Jamaica. Just going to Jamaica. You know? Well, I'm going to Jamaica to ride bikes. Uh, there's a group called Cycle Jamaica that invited me out. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I I don't know. If, I think guided rides is what they call it. But basically, you ride in the morning. You've got a police escort because the roads in Jamaica are apparently a little wild. Okay. Um, and then in the afternoon, like catamaran and sightseeing and all sorts of stuff so i'm stoked about that that's amazing yeah and then well i think before that uh going out to santa cruz california for maybe my favorite event in the bike calendar um (laughs) which is wild because it is not necessarily inclusive not necessarily safe um (laughs) you're selling it well let's go but it is an incredible time so it is Single Speed Cyclocross World Championships. Okay. Um, The winner has to get a tattoo. um, And it is just a ridiculous weekend of riding cyclocross bikes with one gear. Um, More party than bike race. um, And just a weird, wacky little community that I've become a part of over the past couple of years. Amazing. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I can't ever really take off my All Bodies on Bikes hat but I will be there as Marley Blonsky um, okay. single speed cyclocross racer that weekend. Okay. Beautiful, <laughs> It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Oh my God. So many things happening. Um, so much stuff. So much stuff. Um, I would just put out a pitch one more time to everybody. Um, we are a nonprofit, all bodies on Ooh. bikes. Um, we, I don't pay myself yet. Um, do all this work. Quote unquote, as a volunteer, um, but we are working on fundraising, and so if you're trying to figure out end of the year giving or who to donate to, um, all bodies on bikes is a registered nonprofit. We are doing some really excellent work. I think um, our chapters are really making a difference in those communities, and we would love your support, whether that's through um, purchase of a T-shirt, um, a direct donation, if you go to allbodiesonbikes.com, or just a note of your love or share this podcast with a friend yeah yeah this has been fun maggie it has been yeah i hope other people liked it yeah i think they do (laughs) i think they will i think so too um but yeah i guess to wrap up um i'm trying to think of a question to ask you and i got nothing
1: oh man (laughs) I feel like there are very obvious like summertime I like to ride to a place where I can get this or this is my favorite thing to have on a ride do you have like a uh, is there a fall season like priority thing you like to go do on a ride Mm. or like consume on
0: a ride That's a dangerous question to ask me because okay, good, great. There's things that I consume on rides that we don't talk about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's for all bodies on bikes after dark.
1: Uh, okay, (laughs) honestly, we should do one of those a year at least.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: It'd be terrifying Um, and fantastic.
0: Oh, I would love that. Oh my gosh. I don't know if our sponsors would love that, but it's real life. Uh, I would say a mellow ride where I can truly appreciate the leaves changing around me. Um, a lot of the mountain bike I've been doing lately is like so focused and maybe that's cause like, again, I shook my confidence. So I don't, I'm, I'm advancing, but it's like, you know, I'm in the woods and I can't really like lift my head up to like take in my surroundings. And yeah. so more like just long gravel rides, road rides, cargo bike rides. So I can like take in the leaves changing. That's like one of my favorite things in the entire world. So I don't know if that's a good answer or not, but what about you? Like, something oh, okay. that you like to take on?
1: So, like, I just discovered this, actually. Um, My birthday was a couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy late birthday. Oh,
1: thank you. Um, But I woke up kind of early and rode Sigrid. Uh, <laughs> uh, I come out of my new apartment, take two rights, and I'm on a greenway that connects me from the South Carolina border all the way to the northernmost community in Charlotte. Wow. Which is amazing. Um, And I just I just like had swing music on in my headphones and just your clottery headphones. My, yes, my clottery headphones uh, and just cruised up to a bakery that I knew of Ooh. that does some of the like the best stuff ever. And there's a coffee shop right across the way. So I had like this mulled apple cider and then a homemade fresh apple pop tart. And I got like I'm sitting outside eating this, and to be very clear, just because this is a good glimpse of my personality, I also had like four other beverages because I never drink one drink at a time, ever. I think I
0: saw that on Instagram, and I was like, Oh, hundred
1: percent, Maggie is
0: a beverage goblin. Mm -hmm. I set the things down on the bench, and
1: I was like, Why do I have six drinks right there? I just got here, Um, but yeah, the apple cider with a fresh apple pop tart, and Mm. uh, I started. I took the first bite of the pop tart, and I was like, Okay, I have to do this at least once a month.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, that crisp autumn air and some fresh baked goodies and fresh hot beverages or twelve. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be this the fall vibes
0: for me. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, thanks for catching up with me. Um. Yeah. We've got some fun interviews lined up for this season. We do. Um, and really excited to just share more stories of the bike world. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Sorry, one other really exciting thing. Okay? Um I haven't even told you about this yet cuz oh. I'm a really good teammate. Uh... <laughs> okay?
1: I'm excited or scared, uh, I don't know.
0: We are doing a live another live podcast. Um <laughs> it will it'll be live to the broadcast to the folks that are in the in the audience and right. then it'll be broadcast later on the podcast. Um but Kansas City um, K- Casey or bike walk, Kansas city, which is the local advocacy group, um, working on pedestrian and cycling work in Kansas city has invited me up to town. We're going to do a screening of all bodies on bikes. And then we're going to have a conversation with, um, there's a woman who leads women led cycling in Kansas city. Nice. Um, and then the executive director of, um, bike walk, KC so really excited for that that's October 18th so if you're in the Kansas City area tickets are available um and we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well yeah yeah sweet what a gem we love it yeah all right um I think that's been our summer wrap-up and fall preview and uh thanks for being fans of the show yes